This is Dora again. Welcome to Dora to the World. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dora to the World and this is Dora with you. On today's episode, I'll just be answering some controversial questions, topics. I'll be discussing some controversial stuff, topics. I'll drop my opinions about them. Initially, I wanted to bring on some people to discuss these issues, but... I will do that the next episode. I'm not stopping. I'll still bring on some people to argue about these things and talk about them. But on today's episode, it's just me, me discussing them. So when I bring these people, I wouldn't really put in much of my ideas. I'll just let it slide and, you know, just be the anchor. So, but today, I would drop my own views about these questions. I'll be talking about them. So, yeah. Let's just dive into it. But before we do, how is everything with you? Ask answer yourself. How's life been? How is the new year going? How is your relationship with God? How are you generally? All in all, are you trying to improve your being? Are you trying to be okay? All in all, just be good, be cool, and better yourself. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. Um, the first question is. Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? Well, to me, I think it's both. You know what I actually do when I answer questions like this? I always try to see myself as stress. Whenever I'm arguing with someone that it's like, it's not like it's a show or something. It's not like it's a competition. It's just me talking with you. I always try, I always try to look at it from both points of view. Like, so what if it's like this? What if it's not like the way I, I, I think it should be? So I just try to support both views because most times, <coughs> sorry please, most times both views actually work. So let's start with that. Okay, do you, do I think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? <coughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm okay. Okay, well, I think it's both. I think crying is a form of strength too. For you to come out to cry, it's uh, it's you showing that you have the ability and the capacity, the strength to let out your emotions without being feared, be, being scared of being judged by people. You know, most people want to cry, most people want to let down tears, but because they're scared of what people will have to say about it, you know. And that's very true. Back in secondary school, when teachers beat you, ah, Lord. Who want who don't want to cry even when they want to cry you know it's like they're hiding it because people gotta talk like oh lord he cried she cried but well i didn't know how to hide that one i cried if it pain me <laughs> i'll surely cry if it actually pain me ha, i'll cry oh. i don't know how to hide this because like i will not cry like that so i actually did cry then if it came but if it's not can it's something that actually did hurt me like let's imagine this it just said some words to me not that it happened, I'm just trying to like give an illustration. It just said some words to me and um, they really hurt me. I, you know, in, in our culture, our country, it's like if you talk, if you talk to the elderly that they've done something wrong to you, older people, tell them they've done something wrong to you, you're being disrespectful, you can't tell them they are wrong because that's how the tradition is, that's how it is. And I don't know why, but it's okay, it's all cool, maybe someday to end. So, Let's imagine this teacher said something to me, very bad, just when he thought it was punishing me or correcting me or something. He said some really hurtful words, and it really hurted me, but I want to let those tears down. But because I'm scared of my class, they're talking like, like oh, what's wrong with that? What did they say to her? It's, why is she so weak? I just let it go or slide by, then I keep beating myself up from the inner part of me, and it's like, 
I think that's weakness on its own, not letting out your emotions. So crying is actually a form of strength. Okay, but I'm sorry, but I actually remember this particular day. It just said something to me. I don't know. It was a particular day we went for a tutorial, uh, an extra lesson. That's what we called it. And um, I wore this, I don't know. Was it even about the clothes? Okay, so I don't know. One of my friends called me. And it was a guy and we were arguing about some things. And then he insulted me because I was talking with guys. And I felt kind of somehow like, like seriously, you don't even know what we were talking about because I was the only guy among them. He felt it just insulting like that. We were arguing about a word. And then he came from, I don't say, Sha came. Then he said, look at you. Blah, 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 blah. Then he started insulting me. Then he eased. Then the first used to look at me, I was like, wow, did I see this woman, this man's wife? <laughs> God, it was very funny, kind of, but I just had to let it slide that. Well, maybe he's in his feelings, maybe something is wrong with him. Or maybe nothing, not, nothing's actually wrong with him, I just think he just insult me. And he said some really ugly words. And I felt, okay, has this man, does this man know something about me that's bad? And I came that kept saying, did I do something bad? And it's like, no, you didn't. Then why? Why, why did he look at me like that? Why? Why would you just conclude that this is the person I am just because clothes? But I just had to let this slide. That day, I actually cried. Because I don't know. I've been getting advice from quite a lot of people at that time. And it was even weird, kind of. I cried that day. And people asked what was wrong. I could not even tell them. It was just, I just let tears come down. I can't just go like that. So I it and let, let's, let's just, let's move on with life. But I think it's strength itself to actually be able to let out of emotions. I'm being scared of what people will say because what actually moves life is what people will say. It controls life a lot. People are as scared of doing a lot of things because of what people will say. People are scared to not say some things because of what people will say. You know, well, some things we know they are going to be stupid, better than not say them. <laughs> I'm just joking. But seriously, people want to share their ideas about things, but they're scared of what people will say. People want to, you know, eat some stuff, do some things. So far, it's not. Sin so far, it's harming no one and it's not harming you. So far, it's not speaking bad of you. Then I think you should be free to do these things. I'm sorry, I'm diving into something else, but that's just I think it's strength enough to let your emotions out. That's it. And um, it may be a weakness also if you just cry when you don't need to cry. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about when you watch movies that you cry. That's just you being emo- your emotions. But I'm talking about when you cry because I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, I started this episode. I was very fine. So I don't know what's wrong, but let's move on. It's like when you just cry for the for the, for the <laughs> for the simplest of all things, like you just keep crying in situations when you could have done something else to prevent something, or when you could have said something else to defend yourself. Let's imagine this scenario. I'm totally present trying to think about it before I speed it out. So it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so let's imagine that. Um, I'm sorry, please. Let's imagine that you're in a situation with someone. Someone did something bad with you, to you. And then when someone had to interfere, maybe your teacher or um, someone just had to interfere. And when you were supposed to, the person lied, let's imagine that the person lied. And then when you were supposed to just counter the person or go against that, this is this is what happened, this is what happened. They still, they still crying. Well, 
this kind of happens to me too when people like this thing and no one else is believing me i kind of cry but in a situation where you could have just talked and they would believe you too they just cry i think well i don't i wouldn't i think i think the scenario is not good enough but some people just you know people just cry sometimes on things they could just have you know moved on like just let go you know I don't think I have the perfect scenario. I'm sorry. So let's move on to the next question. Okay, so the next one is Is leaving same as existing? Wow. I don't think it's the same. This one I'm not I'm not using any colored way, you know. I'm not trying to do any shady thing. I'll go straight. It's not the same. Living is not the same as existing. It's, existing is like you're just alive. You know, at being alive is different from living. That's just you still breathing. That's existing, I guess. But wait, I don't think about it well enough. Existing. You exist. I think that's just the existence. You're just alive. You're breathing. That's all. And that's all you kind of have to give. But when you're living, you are fulfilling purposes. You're doing things. You are, you, you are making things out of yourself. You are you're living. That's I think that's living. They're different, I guess. Existing is just when you're just when you're just alive. Like let's just say it. Existing is being alive, just being alive. Because even to live, you have to be alive. Even to live, like some of the times we are using it in the courts. Even to live, you have to be alive. Okay, but I think existing is just being alive, while living is when you are fulfilling purposes with your ability to breathe i don't know what i'm saying but i think it makes sense so let's just move on i think it doesn't take much time that doesn't and then the next question are you worried about things about doing things right or doing the right thing okay let me tell you a story about this there was this time i got to well oh, i shouldn't be saying this i should say i i want to say it okay so there was this girl she was cheated with an elderly man and this elderly man is not kind of like the elderly man that she be cheating on. <laughs> not like I'm supporting any of this. I'm not. I'm just saying, if you want to do something, do it right. I normally, if I know the girl, I would advise her. I know the girl, but it's, it's not like I know her, know her. And well, there are more things attached to that, but I can't go up to her and just advise her that this thing you're doing, it's this, it's that. Well, normally, as a person, I would say it's not my business, but you know, it's it's right to tell. To, to leave people the right way you know okay okay so this sugar that she had was just like i mean let me give you the perfect picture this girl is like she's that kind of person who has this kind of rare beauty like she's fine she's actually really fine really cute and then i was really surprised that she wanted to go for a sugar daddy and then she went for a sugar daddy that's not the kind of sugar daddy that would get her teeth to maintain her fine well, I'm just talking like a worldly person right now, but that's not what I support. I'm just trying to say that that is doing it the right way. If she had wanted to do it the right way, it's like she would have, you know, set for a sugar daddy that has everything. But doing the right thing is knowing that you shouldn't have a sugar daddy at all. You are affecting, it's a sin one. But apart from being a sin, you're ruining someone's family. You are costing, no, a lot of our books just for that thing you're doing. You think you're doing just to get money. Like that's doing the right thing. So I think I would rather do the right thing because I wouldn't want to live with a conscience and with this guilt, guilt in my heart. You know, I don't want to be feeling bad. Wait, because I actually do think that how do people do these things and just you know leave? I'm not condemning anyone because people say 
they are they shouldn't slut shame people that's not slut shaming i guess it's like you're intruding someone's family even the man shouldn't be doing it too i'm not condemning only her and even if it's that getting involved with her but you know what this wait i'm sorry there's something about this thing like i'm discussing this topic and i'm diving into a lot of other topics i hope you enjoy it this way but let me just keep flowing like that okay so I think if you affected someone's family, this man is no would no longer be consistent in his family because he's trying to satisfy you, his children, his wife. And this causing a lot of this because I would rather do the writing because the writing is the only right way, I guess. So I would rather do what's right. I don't want to, and I even when doing what's right, I would want to do it the right way. You know, there are some things we do right. But we don't do them the right not like we do it right because you don't do it the right way you're not doing it right it's fine but let's just try to like twist things you know there are some things you're doing it's the right thing to do but you're not doing it the right way she gets ah what scenario can i give okay you wanted to help someone who is in need i saw a question on the net one of these days it was about a man it was about someone who wanted to help a child who was in need of food are you to not have money you don't have money to then he went to steal to get that child food so it's like he did something wrong to actually help helping which is actually writing but all in all it's all wrong now because you did something wrong to so fulfill something that may be right that is right or maybe right so i think all in all to do the right thing when doing the right thing you should do it the right way too so that's fine by me let's move on so nature or nurture which plays the biggest role in who i am Okay, let me tell um, a short one again. I always tell stories when I answer these questions. I'm sorry. Okay, so nature or nurture? Well, people would say nature. The people you grow up around, your environment, blah, blah, blah. I agree with you. Very right. But I think nurture plays a major part. When I was growing up, I grew up in, um, what I say, in an environment where we moved to. It was like, an environment that wasn't so good not like it wasn't so good it's like they are just bad kids and natural helped us but i didn't have chance to no like mom kind of like separated it she created this whole big gap to tell you that you know these people that doesn't mean you wouldn't greet them or respect them or something but you're not them you're not these people you have to know there's a huge gap between you guys because you live in the same area doesn't mean you have to grow with them or you know move with them so i think that was natural she nurtured us the way she wanted us to be not the way she wants our environment to be okay so when people ask me some things like okay why do you do like this why do you do this thing like this why are you like this like i mean people expect people from you know some people just say that so far you're some from some this place or you're from that place or something like that they just expect that you shouldn't be some things i don't want to go deep but it's natural, natural raised me, natural made me who I am, you know, my parents kind of like, okay, well, and it's nature too, because I grew up around my mom, and that's kind of like the, the, my natural environment, like the people, I, she was like the person I grew up around, my siblings, they were the person I grew up around, but she nurtured them, so, well, those questions, they keep twisting my brain, I guess it's both, I'm confusing myself, but I guess it's both now, let's just move on, I think it's both, both play each part, but I think nurture plays more, a richer part, because if I wanted to be the people, like they were around me, like these kids around me. Then I would have been be, I wouldn't be this person. But my mom nurtured me the way she wanted me to be. That's it. That's it. That's that's a period for that one. So 
What is your most vivid memory from your early childhood? Ooh, I have one very vivid memory from my childhood that I wouldn't want to share. But I guess I will share it now. Oh, that's so disgusting. But I won't say the way it actually happened. And I won't say it in your body the way it actually happened. <coughs> so let's just move on. Okay, so it was when I was much younger. I think we were living in this rented apartment. I can't, I, I can't remember anything from then. I can't remember anything. Like, I can't remember a single thing. But I can remember that one event, you know. It's like because people keep telling me what, how it happened. People keep repeating it. And even I can actually remember it kind of vividly. I can remember I was wearing a green gown that whole day. I can remember that there was this woman selling charcoal. And I was covered in kind of like charcoal, you know, black. And my mom said I got home and I looked black. Like she was wondering, this girl left home good. What happened? Because I had, there was someone she used to like that, that liked me. I used to go to her, and I, th- I thought her mom was selling charcoal or something. This is that day. I that day, guess she did not allow me really go to her place any longer. Painful. I can't remember how it happened, but I think that's the... There's another memory. So it's actually where I lived, too. That's another memory. And, I, well, there was this house that was close to us then. And then, I guess, the, I saw this guy. Who was a neighbor? He was peeping into the bedroom of another lady. The lady who happened to be the lady I was talking about that I usually visit that among the selling charcoal. Okay, so I saw her. I saw him peeping. Then, ah, Lord, I was a kid though. And then I went around telling everyone. Then it became something that was like the parents had to get involved. Okay, how did it happen? And then that lady too got angry and then she was like, Yeah, so was looking at me, blah, 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 blah. And then I, ah, ah, how are you so sure? Who told you? Like, ah, ah, I have a witness. And then that told witness to come out. In the midst of all this stuff that they said I came out. I, I can't remember. I said like I came out and then I told everyone that okay, yes, I saw him. He was peeping. I guess I if you see the way I said it. They actually told me the way I said it. Like this guy, his name was let me hide his name because I don't know, maybe we'll be listening. I don't know, but so I said he, this guy on the one was she I don't say the name of a woman. Ah, for it's painful though. But they even know it's like it doesn't hear like it was he was he just out to check out the ladies bumble. And I was there in front of everyone saying this stuff here in my face. That's what they told me. But I can still remember that I actually did that. But but the vivid memory was from what people told me. So that's like the most vivid memory from my childhood days. So are you more you when you are alone or when you are with others? Okay, I would answer it like the way I would answer it, like the first one. It's like, it's too, it's two-faced. Even with my people, I mean my people, people I'm free around, people I can actually be myself around. Like, I keep saying be yourself, but I'll tell you when secret to just be myself too. So when I'm with people that actually have actually accepted who I am, I'm myself, I'm totally myself around them, I'm me. I don't hide anything. I'm just me. I talk like me. I'm me. But when I'm with people that um, maybe we just met and I don't know who would accept me for me, I would still be me, but there would be some part of me that I would still want to like keep so that I would know who I would show it around because, you know, I don't want to like, you know, some people are more sensitive than myself. So... I wouldn't want to hurt anyone in my process of being me. She gets, and that's the way of bettering me. So I just try to like hide that part of me or two. But like, I can tell 
that okay this is actually accept me for who i am well even if you don't accept me for who i am sometimes i just let you be i don't force it because if you can't accept me for who i am then maybe you don't really you know fit for you know something like that so it's like um what was i gonna say what was i gonna say, was I gonna say? <laughs> god i have it all processed in my head and i forgot wait Okay, so when I'm alone, if, if it, it's with that being the people I'm not free around because we're not yet close, then I would rather be alone and be myself. Because when I'm, when I'm alone, I'm actually very much myself. I talk to the mirror like I'm talking to someone. I soliloquy, I sing, I read. I read out my words. Like if I'm reading a book, I take the book out and I'm like reading it out to the world. Like, okay, in the beginning, it told this guy, blah, 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 blah. And I was still demonstrating. Maybe she was crying. I was like, oh, Lord, I don't want to go through this with you. I would demonstrate everything in front of the mirror. I would perform on a big stage in my imaginary, in my imagination. Like, okay. I'm, I want to sing. Normally, when I'm with people, I'm just sing, sing. But when I'm alone, and some of the people that actually kind of like my flows wherever, I can stand at the middle of somewhere, and I'll be looking at this crowd, I have a very big crowd in front of me, and I'm singing out loud with this imagination, and I'll even dive, dance the ballet, I don't know how to dance that, I just see movies and just try to like demonstrate it and act like I'm actually a pro ballet, ballet dancer, and then people are like, oh wow, come for her. And that's just me, my own confinement, being myself. So it depends, though. It actually depends on who the people. So that's it. Next question: Is man he inherently good or bad? I think that's question. Oh Lord, what can I say? It's like the way I wrote it. I said, what can I say when I wrote it down? Okay, it's like this. I believe the environment we grew up around, the way we were nurtured. The people we grew up looking up to, the people we grew up talking to, the things we grew up seeing, the people, things we grew up getting getting engulfed by actually determining who we are, good or bad. I think that's the point. I think that's it. That, that actually depends, determines who you are more than any other thing. But I think some people are naturally good. I don't think anyone can be naturally bad because everything God created is perfect. But some people, I think they're naturally good in the sense that even with everything they faced in life, even with the kind of rough patches they had to go through, like they went through the worst parents, blah, 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 but yet they clung out being good. And even when we're going through those things, they never even had a reason to like revenge on every other person. They are good with the soft heart and home. Even though they may still have, even though they may still have this peck of bad in them, they still like, you know, show this major part of being good in them. I don't think anyone is born bad. You just choose your parts. And even those people that are good with the old bad background stuff, I think it's just choice. I think they decided to be good. I think that's it. Maybe they just admire good people. I can't really say, but can man be inherently good? I guess so. Because, you know, you know some people they call happy people. Naturally, they're just happy. They don't need reasons. They don't need byproducts of to be happy. Like their happiness, okay, sorry. Their happiness is not a byproduct of anything. They're just happy. It is in there. They're naturally happy, though they may have times when they go down to when they feel bad. But they're just happy. It's just in there. So I don't know. I think man can be inherently good. But I think the our environment, our social, whatever, our social factors, social factors determine this thing. Our emotional capacity, our mental health, and everything actually determine if we're good or bad. So let's move on. When someone asks us how we are, why do we respond with fine when we're not? 
this well this question said someone i think it's not with everyone but i have a lot of friends ah i love stories so let's move on i have a lot of friends i have a lot of friends i think i can trust not a lot like okay i have a lot of friends fine but I wouldn't call them friends. I just call them friends because that's the user to them. Some are just acquaintances. Some are just people who I just talk with. Why some are the real friends? And they're not many. They may be many, but they're not many. But this one is a real friend. And as much as I call those ones real friends, the things I can tell A, I may not be able to tell B. Because it's like, there is always, there are always boundaries for everyone. You know. Because, okay, let me do you well. Oh Lord, I keep diving. I'm sorry. I'm keep diverting from one part to another. But let me quickly go to it. Okay, so there was this person I knew. There is this person I knew. Which is actually very happy when you attain something good. But his own does not stop there. He will tell everyone about it. Even if it's someone you don't want to tell some people about. Something you don't want to tell people about. He will help you to announce to the world. And that's why most times when that when anyone is about to do something, they don't tell him. They wait for the thing to get accomplished. You know, you know how the word can be answered. They just wait for things to get accomplished before they even tell him. Or they want, we wait for him to see it, because it's that kind of person that will help cast it around to people, and then the word knows already. <laughs> so it's like that. So why people say, why do we say we're fine when we're not to people? I think it's not to everyone. It's not to everyone. The people we actually like, kind of trust and all people we know, we can actually share what is making us not fine with. We actually tell them we are not fine. But to people we can't share it with. So if I tell you I'm not fine. And then you ask me what's wrong. And I say no I can't tell you. That's not nice. So it's better if I tell you okay I'm fine. When I'm not. So that to just end it. But now I tell you I'm not fine. Then ah. So what's wrong with you? They say, it's nothing. That's, it's, that's obviously, obviously a lie. Even though the first one doesn't lie. But it's just better to say I'm fine. Well you're fine. You have a pretty face. <laughs> just joking. No words. Well that's it. I guess that's why you know. There's always this thing for every other person. There's some people who can tell things to, there's some people who can't. Some people will just vibe with them. We just, you know, roll with them, talk with them, hit with them, go around with them. But that doesn't mean when you have major emotional problems, you can share it with them. Because some of them are not really available. Or may, some of them, even if they're available, they don't have the, what would I say? They're not capable of helping you cope with your situation. So that's it, I guess. Okay, so the next one is. What are you most proud of? What I'm most proud of? Well, the fact that I'm learning to grow. I think it's a beautiful thing. And the fact that I'm always at that I am now learning to improve my relationship with God more. And I'm not staying on the point. It's like, it's beautiful. It's a nice thing. Even though people don't want to, you know, these days people don't want you to be godly or anything. People don't want you to. Show that what to say that you are you love God. They don't want you to do it. Everybody just wants to you know go the other way around. They think it's cool, but it's not for me. It isn't, and I'm happy to say it always that I actually love the fact that I try to improve my relationship with God always. I'm proud of that. Even though it should be something that and I keep to myself, but I just feel like what am I most proud of at the moment? I think I'm proud of that, and the fact I'm learning to grow. I'm trying to like you know let things slide. I want to learn that. I'm still learning it. I'm trying to do it. And that I'm trying to release the mean part of me. I used to be. I don't want to be mean anymore. Not like I'm very mean naturally. But when people try to, you know, do something to me, 
this part of me that's very me comes out and i think i don't like it anymore though sometimes you may have to like dish people with some stuff and i'm also i'm not advocating violence but sometimes you have to put people in their place yeah that's the word you have to put people in their place but it's just like i'm trying to like unlearn being mean in, when it's not necessary sometimes i may just be in my feelings and i'm just mean to people and it's not nice i'm trying to use like and also i'm proud of the fact that I'm 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 trying to control myself in a lot of areas. I'm trying to let go of my bad habits. If yes, I'm trying to let go of my, my bad habits, and I think I'm proud of this things. I'm proud of the fact that I'm now counting my littlest blessings. Well, they may not be little, but I can maybe the things I think are little. I'm proud of that. I'm counting them. I'm proud of a lot of things. I'm proud of very a lot of things. But let's just look at that. Um, the last one. Is happiness an end goal or simply a byproduct of bad things? You can decide to be happy, fine. Very true. Because there's this book, 100 Ways to Get Happy. What is it called? I forgot to. Critical Ways to Get Happy. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. And it's like, you know, that book is kind of like teaching you how to be happy. And maybe it works for people. It can work for you too, maybe. But I think it can be an end, end goal. You can decide that, okay, I want to be happy all through today. And it happens if life doesn't happen. But it can it's a byproduct mainly of other things, you know. If I get a lot of money today, it's not only money that makes people happy though, but I'm just saying if I am opportunity to like get a lot of money legally and I get it today, I'll sure be happy. Who doesn't like money? Just don't be desperate for it. Who doesn't like money? And maybe I get all my dreams accomplished. I'm just this person I want to be. I'm living the life I want to lead, you know. I'm happy I'll be happy about it. Everything is going the way I want it to. It's like a byproduct, and you know, so it's a byproduct of other things. I guess that's it. That's that on that. So, yeah, that's just basically it on today's episode of Dark to the World. I hope you enjoyed it. So, next episode, I'll be interviewing those people. Actually, I've started this episode with them a long time ago, but some I had some difficulties with some things, so I couldn't move on with it. But I'll continue with it, and then I'll release it when it's time that will be next month because now i'll be making the rest of the world monthly because i have to cope with a lot of things school may resume soon and i know i may have a lot of time i may not have a lot of time to actually record this episode i have i would and i would have to do some other things i may not be able to discuss to you i'm sorry but i have a lot of things on my neck not like bad 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 things but like that things i have to take care of things i have to undo and i may not have a lot of time so i won't i won't want to promise you something i can't deliver so i'm making the rest of the world episodes come every month now so that's it thank you and then we bonus episodes once in a while you know during the months thank you so much for listening to the rest of the world always i love you all keep listening share with your friends and please this are just my opinions i'm not saying basically they are the facts they're not the facts they may be facts but i'm just trying to say that these things are just my opinions what i think of things of situations so that's it and uh, let me drop something okay so i watched an old movie i watched it very long time ago it's an indian movie doom i don't know if you watched doom but i watched doom 2 again and now like wow these people have been doing really great things since god knows when and then when i was watching doom 2 it kind of referenced me to this question um what's that question again nature or nature which plays the greatest biggest role in who you are so there's this guy in doom 2 ali and I don't know his character his character is very very i don't know what i would say about it. i don't even know what point to define him but he's very weird absurd person 
it's one weird absurd place to but so it's kind of like when and then when i looked at this character the character analyzed it and i was like who nurtured him so i think nurture i think that's like my biggest part of it i think i support nurture more than for nature so the right to the world the right starting heart right now i'm going out so talk to you next time keep listening to the rest of the world thank you so much i love you all and did you enjoy the musical episode because i would love to do more of it like you know it's gonna be like and i want to i want to have rappers on here to rapping and doing their thing but don't worry gonna see you later bye 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 back to be good and better bye But one thing that's certain about love, a love that is actually certain, is the love from E, whose love we cannot categorize with any form of human love. It's the love we experienced, we've gotten from God. Because before anyone ever loved us, E first loved us. He loved us before any other person did. And I think it's the most beautiful kind of love. He loves us with, us, with all our flaws with all that we've done we're not worthy of his love yet he loves us and it reminds him of this very song i love i'm not perfect but he loves me anyway wasn't an angel in my hunger days we all have tauntings that's between us and god let me finish it. You can search for the song by yourself. But I'm not going to say it's a title or anything. You can find it by yourself. So, I think that's the most beautiful kind of love. And we all enjoy it. So, thank you a lot for the best kind of love. <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome back to the rest of the world. And this is Dara with you. Yippee, it's another episode. And it isn't just another episode. It's Valentine's Day. The day of love 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 it's been a while so i thought today would be a good day to say hello well we call valentine's day the day of love but what does love truly mean what is love what's what is love that word carries a lot of weight there's an aura that comes with it when people say it when they say it genuinely because i think love is not a word that anyone should say without being genuine about it without actually being intense about it without you being true about it because love is it is a really every word it's deep i think what does love mean what does it really mean does it exist just between lovers no it doesn't it exists between parents and their children between brothers and sisters between neighbors friends even people that just met on a journey or something like that because in giving you're loving for you to have given something that you own to someone else that you met in a bus or something like that it's love because you share love we can share love to anyone just practically anyone okay you know but there are some levels to love i think there are levels to eat there are levels to, to love when some people show express love to you you would feel it you would not eat you will feel it <laughs> you know the kind of love people express to you and you'll be crying because it's just too much you cannot decipher why they would have done what they did for you you know situations where brother 
a brother has to stop schooling just so the brother other brother could go you know have you been in such situations where some people had to stop just so you can grow just so you can go you know those kind of situations a situation where someone gave their own time gave up on their own dreams just so you can go you know they felt okay i've attained enough let her move too she has to do something too or situations where people left all that they were doing just so they could attend to your own life situations you know but as much as i'm saying these things love exists in the littlest of things too in that chewing gum you got from that little girl love exists and that hello you get every money from that your neighbor it exists in every good money you get from your co-worker it exists in every you can have it that you get from people it exists in every sorry you get from people it exists exists in every thank you you get it exists in every good words you've heard about yourself from other people it exists in every compliment given to you by other people you know you wore a nice dress today and then this person looked up to you and said wow you look nice there's no way you would feel good a little bit like okay wow thank you you would smile and that's love it's love so far it's from a genuine heart sis bro dad uncle aunt <laughs> it's it's love love exists in even the littlest of all things for the pen that person borrowed you at the bank just because you forgot yours. It's love too. Everything is love. Okay, this will bring me to a story someone shared with me. When I asked that people should drop stories of when some when people did noteworthy, outstanding, great things for them just when they needed it the most. So this guy shared his story with me. It was something his dad did for him when, well, is his dad fine? But there are people whose dad can't even sacrifice things for. So I think it's worth it. Okay, so I read it just as he sent it to me. Dated back to March 2018, I experienced the purest love I could ever imagine. It's a love from sacrifice. Neither was the love from a friend, not from a brother, or rather from a mother. It was this fatherly love that showed me unremorsefully. It was during my SSE exam registration, where I asked to be precise. A sum of 120,000 naira was, was to be paid, of which dad can't afford and couldn't get a loan. So he did the unthinkable thing. Oh Lord. Something many wouldn't think of doing. Dad sold his only car for my sake. With the air of purchase, the wire examination form. I couldn't forget that day ever in my life. It's a lifetime privilege I experienced at the first hand. That was love. And that was how I that's how I would like to remember my Valentine. And he said, Thanks for reading. So to you, it's thanks for listening. Cause look at that. Like he would never forget it. In his own life history, he can't. Imagine, imagine though he's his dad, he's meant to do things for him and all. But there are so many dads out there who wouldn't even think of doing that. Selling their only car. Imagine like, okay, how will I be able to move from one place to another? Will I have to start trekking now? Will I have to start hopping on bikes? Blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. 
so is that sacrifice for him and i don't think there's a way we ever forget that day we ever forget that scenario i don't think there's a way it can't because it's true love it's it's love from the purest of upper just like he said and it's it's amazing it's beautiful like it's really beautiful okay so um let's go back to valentine's we're not dropping on love or spots let's go back to valentine's yeah in case you do not know my birthday was on the third day of the month of love february please when you want to say my name put some respect because i was born in the month of love so please put some respect to my name please please thank you yeah many people wonder what the story of valentine's day is i made a research on it and there was no specific story to tell. I just shared the stories I found I found more interesting succinctly. So um, the first one was that there was Saint Valentine and he was killed for attempting to save Christians from Ash Roman prison. And I think this sounds really interesting. And it's 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 it's. I think if it actually if that was the original story, we're telling the story of a legend then. And there was this other story of a man. Who fell in love with his jailer's jailer's daughter so before he was killed he sent a letter to her and said from your valentine because his name is valentine and kind of like referred to himself as our valentine so i guess that was how he started so i want to share these two weird facts about not weird facts unknown or maybe known but not popular opinions about valentine so the oldest written valentine was by charles Duke of Orleans, which was written in 1415. Wait, is it Orleans or Orleans? Because I don't know. You can correct me later, but I will check up even before you come back to correct me. Okay, so... And um, the first Valentine was written from a prison. And that that correlates... Oh, God, God. <laughs> that correlates with the first story. And the second story I told about the man who wrote a letter to the jailer's daughter... It that correlates with it. First, Valentine was written from a prison. Obviously, was in a prison before he was about to be killed. So that's it. So today we'll be interviewing or we'll be listening to two people, opinions from two people. I might too a little bit because I shared I've shared almost almost all my opinions here. So I'll be interviewing Eddie and Favor. So let's welcome first Eddie.